0: My name is Jackson McMurray.
1: My name is Alan McMurray.
0: And this is No Nerds Alone Christmas.
1: Christmas.
0: The Christmas version. It's
1: a Christmas special. We're going to talk about Jism Chris. And we're going to teach you. Don't
0: say Jism instead of Jesus. Try again. (laughs) Jiz.
1: Jiz. Jorsen Jorsen Krishna. And we're
0: gonna, Adeline. we're gonna teach you some lessons. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> should the, I not be doing the, what I'm doing right now? <laughs> we're in the same room. Yeah. This is our first time recording a podcast in direct proximity to each other since last Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Adeline has chosen to spend the first few moments of our recording <laughs> session with a Dr. Pepper in her lap, just loudly peeling the label <laughs> off of it.
1: I listen. Right
0: in front of me where I can see her. <laughs> you want me to be sneaky <laughs> about it? I'm just saying I don't know what kind of thing you've been able to get away with this whole time, but it's not gonna fly today.
1: Every time I do something stupid that's not a part of the podcast, you're just gonna be able to see it and be like, stop that.
0: Um <laughs> So okay. Uh I I have a bit that I want to do at the beginning. Okay. Uh this is this is a spin-off of my trivia time segment that I've been working on. It's trivia um, time. This is, uh, I might still do a smaller one later, but -hmm. there's a particular piece of trivia on IMDb that I really, really want to go deep on.
1: So this is Trivia Time Jr. Yeah,
0: this is a sort of different version of Trivia Time. So this is from the IMDb trivia of Iron Man 3, the movie we're watching today. It says, uh, each Marvel superhero movie has a main theme. And then it goes on to list what they are. Yeah. Let's get ready for it. Iron Man 2008 and its sequels. Weaponry and technology. Incredible Hulk, 2008. Mutation and nuclear power.
1: They're, they're more just nouns than themes so far. Uh,
0: Captain America the First Avenger in sequels. Experimentation and espionage. Uh, there's no experimentation in any of the Captain America sequels.
1: No, unless you're talking about like... No, there's not any kind. And I don't even know what I'm talking about. It's not
0: a theme of the movie. It's, it's a just thing something that, happens. that happens in it. Okay, of all the nouns. Let's continue. Uh, Thor and sequels. Mythology and religion.
1: Those aren't. That's the
0: theme of Thor.
1: These aren't <laughs> themes. mythology
0: and That's religion. That's like
1: you spent so much time in sixth grade English teaching you what themes are. <laughs> these aren't themes.
0: Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. This one's great. Partying. Extraterrestrial life, and cosmic beings. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's the theme of any movie in space, really, if you think about it.
0: Okay, Doctor Strange, magic and witchcraft, fair enough. But,
1: but that's not... Not
0: really a theme, but it, no. I don't know, applies. Avengers, alien invasion, whatever. Not... Age of Ultron, artificial intelligence. That's the closest one to an actual theme that's... I think we've had yeah, so far. Yeah,
1: like, yeah.
0: But let's get ready for the coup de grace. Okay. The coup de grace. Yes. The Cruella DeVille, Ant-Man, 2015, telepathy, and control of animals. (laughs) 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 doesn't mind control.
1: They don't. It's not.
0: Um, so, (laughs) so this is, now that we've got a, like, a really good bedrock of the entirety of the Marvel Universe, let's, let's dig into Iron Man 3. (laughs) Um, I, we, this is the first of our Christmas episodes.
1: Merry, Mary Chrysler.
0: And, a good one. And... It's
1: from, like, the Vine? From a Vine. Do you remember Vine? <laughs> I do
0: remember Vine. There was
1: that, so there's this girl, and she's, like, in New York or something, and she's downtown, and there's a Christmas tree, and she says, Chris, have Merry Christmas several times. In different funny ways. In different ways. funny ways.
0: Good have one. you,
1: have you heard the good I word? I <laughs>
0: The good word of that Vine. <laughs> of
1: that one Vine.
0: <laughs> um, so, okay, Iron Man 3... Is is a Christmassy movie. Takes place at Christmas time. It's, yeah. it's a It's a Shane Black joint and they're yeah. all holiday themed. They're all Christmas movies except for The Predator, which sucks ass. Why did you just make a joint motion? <laughs> because there? you
1: said you said joint, and then I made oh. the joint motion. <laughs> and then I realized this is an audio medium, <laughs> and then I was upset that I when I realized. See, that... this is why
0: we don't do this face to face Yeah, because we're the time, gonna make goofs
1: at each other that no one else is gonna understand because I'm doing visual goofs.
0: <laughs> um okay. Uh, so we start out with Iron Man, right? Jean yeah. Favreau and Marvel's like, hey, Mister Favreau, you're our guy. You're gonna do a couple Iron Man movies, and then you're gonna do Avengers. But then Iron Man two came out, and they were like, hmm, okay, let's reconsider. Do you
1: want to? Do you want to? Ta- you want to take a break? Just do you want break? Do you want to? You want
0: to not do a Marvel movie ever ever do you wanna, again? You want to do something
1: else? Do you want um, to have this chair? Sit in this chair.
0: But um, then they got Joss Whedon to do the Avengers. Oh, fun <coughs> Instead of my boy Favreau and that left them in an interesting spot R. E. John Favreau (laughs) Um, what
1: are they going to do with it so what
0: they did was they were like hey we told you you couldn't make these movies anymore we're going to get Shane Black on because he's worked with Robert Downey Jr. a lot and he kind of fits the tone yeah do you want to still be an actor and semi main character in this one and he was like yeah totally yeah dog I'm going to continue to do that for 10 more years after (laughs) this I apparently do not have any hang-ups about the fact that you fired my ass after I made <laughs> Iron Man I 2. Because I
1: did a bad job on Iron Man 2.
0: <laughs> um, there's this quote I found on IMDb from him that I thought was really good, where it yeah. basically says, like, being on Iron Man 3 was great because I got to be, like, the grandparent who doesn't have to raise the kid. He could just have fun with them. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't in charge of this movie. I could just get to hang out and...
1: I mean, like, honestly, like, I, do you want to just hang out with Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah, and totally. he's like, yeah, dog.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> um... So uh, this is our, our first Marvel movie that we've ever done. Um, I was reluctant to do any Marvel movies previously because I do that um, study in Marvel series yeah. on the channel as well. And I was always like, oh, well, you know, eventually I'm going to get to all the Marvel movies. And, like, I don't want to, like, have a do a podcast about it because it just feels redundant, you know. Yeah. But now I'm at a point where it's like, A, it's a totally different thing. Me yeah. doing a podcast about something versus me doing a really concise yeah breakdown of something totally different a yeah. b i the odds of me ever getting iron man 3 <laughs> are looking slimmer and slimmer by the day i've had the script for the daredevil one written for yeah. like three months whoops and one of these days i'm gonna sit down and film it i am still gonna i'm gonna keep doing those yeah they're
1: good i like i them. like
0: them and i want to keep doing them and i wrote the daredevil one and someday you, i'll make it
1: do you remember the daredevil movie
0: it's not that bad i don't know it's, Do you
1: remember he beats up a blind man on a playground
0: <laughs> that was Jennifer Garner do you remember and it when was fine. the
1: daredevil takes a bath in his daredevil cave
0: daredevil cave is cool <laughs> <So yummy. laughs> Michael Clark Donkey was the kingpin that movie's that's, not that that's bad that's
1: so good that's the only good part of the whole film
0: um the um but yeah anyway uh but this is our, our inaugural Marvel movie our inaugural
1: our inaugural
0: inaugural, <laughs> our inaugural our movie <laughs> And, um, I don't know, do you think, because we have, like, our franchises right now. Yeah. We're working our way through Harry Potter, and we're working our way through, uh, Pixar.
1: Kind of, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Harry Potter we're wrapping up on. We've got two Harry Potter movies, and then the two Fantastic Beasts movies.
1: Yeah. Oh, we're watching this.
0: Yeah, probably. Uh, um, no,
1: that just hit me. Anyway, <laughs>
0: but um, but Pixar, we could be gnawing on for a real long time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we could get into. I don't know if I want to do like a big long one again. Yeah. After we wrap up Harry Potter, maybe we could do something smaller and then get into Marvel yeah. sometime after that. I don't know. Whatever. Um. The uh. So Iron Man three.
1: Iron Man three. How
0: do you feel, Adeline?
1: I really like this movie. I've been, I've been talking a lot. You gotta yeah, you've been carry talking a lot. Listen, here. I usually wait till I get started. But we, we've been beating around the, the beat bush. Anyway.
0: We've been beating off the bush we've for too long. We've been beating off the
1: bush for too long. I, I, for some reason, whenever there's a popular opinion about stuff, I generally like, I think about it. But I generally like subscribe to the idea or at least like understand where the idea came from and why people think that. But for some reason, lately, in, like, movie franchises, people's, like, opinions, I just, like, don't agree with, right. like, at all. And they're just like, what, are you an idiot, the rest of the world?
0: Well, yeah, Iron Man 3.
1: Yeah, and that's how I feel about is... Iron Man 3, because everybody hates it. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a, I don't think everybody hates it. It's a very divisive movie.
1: It is, and I don't understand why, because it's great. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why, like, I don't even understand, like, usually when there's, like, an argument... I at least, like, understand what the other side of the argument is. With Iron Man 3, I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking right. about?
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. Because it's not divisive in the same way that, like, Last Jedi is. Where yeah. it's like, either you think it's the best one in the whole series, or you think it's the worst one in the whole yeah. series. It's more like, people either think it's, like, the third or fourth best Marvel movie. Yeah. Or they think it's, like, the third or fourth worst Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, it's not a horrible, but it's just, like... Yeah. I don't know. But it's... It's just got such a because it's a Shane Black movie, like I said. Yeah, he's this guy who makes basically like the equivalent of like modern noirs. He makes like action comedy detective movies, yeah, set in Los Angeles that are (laughs) like hard boiled and
1: tough. This is derailing you a little bit. What's that new movie that's coming off? That's like there's like a murderer in New York, and they have to they're like hunting him. But there's just this scene in the trailer where he's like, Evacuate the island, and he goes, What island? And he looks in the camera and he goes, Manhattan.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that movie one. Is it that? sounds like a fucking great movie though. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> evacuate the island. Um Evacuate the Island movie trailer.
1: I keep seeing it on YouTube. I don't remember what it's called or who's in it or what it's about.
0: What island? Brooklyn. (laughs) Manhattan.
1: Which one's an island? (laughs) island. New Jersey.
0: To me, trying to figure out how to refer to New York City is the same as, like, trying to figure out what's actually in the UK and what's not. Yeah. Because it's like, Manhattan is the whole island, right? But New York City is also the whole island or is it only part of it? I don't know and then what's what's a manhattan island what's and then there's like the boroughs there's like yeah. brooklyn and harlem and
1: hell's kitchen hell's
0: kitchen yeah and it's
1: a very mean thing to call a neighborhood <laughs> that's
0: what's so funny is everybody says that hell's kitchen is actually really nice now yeah
1: so, <laughs> um also what does that mean <laughs>
0: uh yeah i don't know it's there's so much weird terminology for such a geographically small yeah segment of the country um new york's fucking crazy anyway um, <laughs> this has been
1: new york is fucking crazy <laughs>
0: um but this movie doesn't take place in new york it takes place in los angeles well
1: and then michigan and then miami tennessee tennessee yeah. they're the um, same jackson
0: so um what was i talking about before
1: the The director
0: the oh yeah so yeah but he's this guy he made kiss kiss bang bang which is a movie with robert downey jr of people love that movie um it's a fucking great movie it's one of my favorites yeah. um and then <laughs> afterwards after iron man 3 he made the nice guys which is that movie with russell crowe and ryan gosling which is like pretty much the same kind of thing right yeah. they're like detectives and they have to like infiltrate like los angeles filmmaking yeah. culture and <laughs> Just some about like porn and like yeah. all this kind of stuff. It's like total like hard boiled like neo noir stuff, yeah. but it's like goofy and comedic at the same time. Yeah. Um. And then he made the bad predator movie, and he uh, died, I think. Anyway, what? Um. He, I think he was killed after that. I don't want to talk about it anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, whoops. Okay.
0: No, no, I don't know. I just don't know if he's working on another project. Okay. And, don't uh,
1: say that he died. <laughs> and
0: predator was bad. Um.
1: He got killed by the predator. <laughs>
0: I think he's working on a Doc Savage movie. Why so silent? On I, don't, that?
1: Well, I don't know. I was trying to see if I knew who Doc Savage was, and I, I don't, is the thing about
0: it. Yeah, his next project he's got lined up is Doc Savage. Um, but yeah, no, he he's like an old school screenwriter. He did work on the original Predator. He did work on Lethal Weapon. He did work on Last Action Hero. Um he was an uncredited script doctor on Robocop 3, according to Wikipedia. All right. The best one. <laughs>
1: the best one. Um, Hunt for Red
0: October, some of his. They is on. found it. But anyway, eventually, at a certain point, they were like, hey, do you want to, like, direct a movie? And he's like, oh, yeah, this movie is, like, my movie. He was and like, it's just oh, like, oh, little like, me. I'm just going to get Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer to just, like, roast the fuck out of everybody around them for like two hours and like really deconstruct the gender politics of like hollywood and just like that's the whole movie and it's fucking great um and then after that marvel like not even necessarily just as because of kiss kiss bang bang because of his like you know history writing on action movies they were like let's get you on iron man 3 let's do it um, and
1: they put him on the horse, and the horse's name was Iron Man 3. Iron Man
0: 3. God, I would totally name my horse Iron <laughs> Man 3. That'd be so great.
1: I mean, I forget how horse naming conventions work, but I think you could. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think
0: there'd be any reason I, why there not. There might
1: be a rule that you can't name them, like, brand names. After a copyrighted thing. I think that's a thing. Horse
0: naming rules. rules. Horse naming kidding. rules. <laughs>
1: How much does a horse cause? <laughs>
0: can we buy a horse and name horse? it Iron Man 3? God damn it. We always joke about getting Iron Man 3 tattooed on our knuckles, but
1: But get tattooed on a horse.
0: No initials. No 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 names ending in Philly, Colt, Stud, Mare, Stallion, or any similar horse related term. Why not? You so couldn't name it like cool horse. Yeah,
1: you... why can't I do Wait, um... what's up with that?
0: No names consisting entirely of numbers, except for numbers above 30. I guess because if you're racing... Oh, they, they don't they, want they, to get uh, mixed up. numbers, so yeah. like, and pulling up the rear, it's number four, number 32.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like,
1: um, just name your horse number one and just confuse everybody. <laughs> no
0: names ending with numerical designations, like second or third.
1: Oh, why, why not? I want an and Audrey in first grandma. place,
0: it's third place coming in.
1: <laughs> it's first place, <laughs> the third.
0: <laughs> um no names of actual persons doesn't matter because iron man's not real it's not real um no names of racetracks no names having commercial significance i don't know uh, Ar- that's arguable, really that's really vague yeah why
1: were not they more like i think they're saying like it can't your horse can't be like a commercial for something
0: hold on next rule no names from the restricted list <laughs> <laughs> I'm is there clicking, a link? Yeah, there's the a link. link. It, it's a hyperlink. I'm going to the Click restricted the link. link. Click the link. The restricted <laughs> list.
1: Ass, bitch, push <laughs>
0: um, Okay, let's see. Um, permanently protected horse names current year.
1: Are these like retired names, like baseball jerseys? Yeah,
0: I guess. So these are... Okay, yeah. So if you win the Kentucky Derby, I think...
1: The name is retired. Yeah. Um, But you can't name a horse, they're like computer usernames, you can't name a horse something if another horse has already been named that, so what's the point? I don't know.
0: You can't name your horse Bricks and Mortar, though. Damn it. You can't name your horse George Washington, that one's taken. Oh, come
1: on! Are you kidding me? (laughs) You
0: can't name your horse Thundersnow if you're a Warrior Cats fan.
1: (laughs) What the, (laughs) wait, hold on. Stop everything. (laughs) Uh,
0: Apparently a horse named Thundersnow... Uh, with first place in the Dubai World Cup so now no, now it's Thunder Snow's room no, for everybody oh um, Waldgeist can't name your horse Waldgeist well
1: that's great because I can't say it
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't name your horse Suave Richard <laughs> off the table <laughs> not available
1: absolutely not <laughs>
0: Gonna um, get
1: laughed out of the horse. How much time should we spend on
0: this restricted horse name? How, how much is left? Um, well, there's just a different list for every year. Oh, okay. It's like there's well, not like the, a What's the rest? List.
1: What's the rest of the horse naming rules? Because so far, I think Iron Man Three is still on the table.
0: Um, yeah, the only is just in, no names that are suggestive or have vulgar, or obscene meaning.
1: What about suave Richard? Suave Richard yeah, <laughs> that's a very <severely> suggestive. <laughs> it's
0: deeply sexual. It's
1: got suave and Richard. In it. <laughs>
0: Okay, let's see. Um, last year, the band names were um, band names, not band names. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Um, Roaring Lion. <sighs> cross Counter. Like a punch, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like, uh-huh. Um, Accelerate. <laughs> Quarteto de Cordes.
1: What a bunch of nerds.
0: Enable. <laughs> <laughs> Il Il Mercato. Thunder Snow.
1: Thunder Snow. Um,
0: Almond Eye.
1: Okay. Poets
0: Word. <laughs> and the last one, the best one, glorious forever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well now they will be. Glor-
0: yeah, they are. They They're are officially glorious forever. Glorious forever. forever. In God our name
1: Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Um, anyway, Iron Man 3 is the name of my horse. The name
1: of our horse. Um, Can you okay, just I want you to just go on to eBay real quick. I swear I we won't just talk. Just go on it. eBay okay. and just type in horse and see what comes <laughs> up.
0: Alright. Can do. I don't think eBay is the best place. You can't get a horse shipped to you. You don't
1: know that. No, eBay is local. I thought that was the whole thing. No, Craigslist is Craigslist. local. Craigslist. I don't want
0: Craigslist horse, horse. necklace. Horse necklace. Horse necklace. These are all horse necklaces. Okay, go to... I typed in horse. It's all horse necklaces <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> it goes
1: all the way up, man. Okay,
0: okay. I'm In the second page, there's a little figurine of a horse. Then it's all back to horse necklaces. Why are there
1: so many horse necklaces?
0: I can't find a... Okay, here's a saddle. You're...
1: Computer just kicked in the hyperdrive.
0: <laughs> I need to grab my charger at some point. Um, yeah, Craigslist. We could, we are
1: in the Tri Cities, so there is gonna probably be horses on
0: here. We can buy a pony and name him Iron Man Three.
1: Yeah, no one no one gives a shit what you name your pony. Yeah. No one cares. It's not like we're
0: gonna race him. Probably. Maybe. Horse training, horse trailers. <laughs> His listing is just titled, Your Next All-Around Horse. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like he's trying to pitch you on this horse.
1: Yeah. Is it a horse?
0: Yeah. $2,500 in um, Moses Lake.
1: I really thought you were going to say $25. <laughs> no. I was like, We can scratch
0: together $2,000. We can lowball him and be like, can we name him ourselves? Can
1: we name him Iron Man 3? Does a horse ever truly know what its name is?
0: No. No animal does because they're not people. Um... <laughs> what are we talking about? Shane Black, he's doing Iron Man three. That's all that matters. Um.
1: <laughs> he's got a really distinct style that really comes through in Iron Man three. Because totally. we we already talked about this a little bit, just being in the same room with each other. But it's like you got you you have Iron Man, the original Iron Man. It's super good. It sets up the like modern Marvel universe. You get like the beginning of everything. You get these really cool themes of guns and cars. And then, and and, pl- and playing rock and roll, and you know the themes of yeah, Iron the Man. Yeah, the themes 1.
0: of Iron Man. Yeah,
1: but you get you it sets it sets up all these really cool story points. Like you get the character of Iron Man, and then you get Iron Man Two, which is just like that again, like but a second course. time, but a little bit worse because you've already seen Iron Man.
0: Apparently. The The word on the street is that everybody who, like, worked on Iron Man 2 just had, like, an absolute blast. So they were just, like, partying the whole time. Oh, yeah. Because they were like, Iron Man 1 was so great, and we're doing another one. Yeah. And this is going to be so cool. We're going to get these fun actors that we're kind of friends with. And, yeah. like, everyone's just, like, having a great time. And then it came out, and everyone was like, we hate it. It sucks. <laughs> it's,
1: it's bad. <laughs> you like, did a bad oh. job. Well,
0: all right. I guess that's fair. Oh, yeah. But
1: then you got Iron Man 3. That's just, like... Totally, like all these new themes, you get like you get all the like character development from the Avengers. Like they do so many cool things. It's got so many cool action set pieces. Right. Like it's so much better, just like stylistically in the way that it's shot and what they do with the characters. Like it's so much better than Iron Man Two. And nobody likes this movie, <laughs> and they <laughs> right. should. It's very good. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, look, I think the biggest thing. Let's let's do let's do a segment here. Okay. This is a segment that I like to call. Let's try to think through what the bad guy's evil plan is in this movie. Gotcha. <laughs> because I think that's the biggest problem most people have. Let's try to do it.
1: Okay. Yeah, you're right. So, okay. <laughs> you, we haven't started yet and you know what, you're right.
0: So there's a a scientist who's working on, like, a human growth, like, regeneration dealy. Yes. Turns out it's bad and it can blow up very badly. Yes. It that happens sometimes, but they don't want to get in trouble... So yeah. they just pretend like a terrorist did it. Yes. I'm on board so far. Yes. And then they try to kill the president.
1: Yes. Well, so what <laughs>
0: happened? <laughs> that's the busy. No, way
1: for me. <laughs> 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 so so they build this terrorist, but then they realize in making that terrorist how much power they have over the government right. through fear. But then people who are in politics are like, oh, I can buy this fear that you're creating. I suppose. So that's what the vice president does. He's like, I can buy this right. fear. And use it to give my daughter her leg back and also become the Presidente.
0: But but wait, but that's the thing, though. Yes. Is that it's not an actual, it's just a weapon now. Like, there are no plans yeah. to, like, continue to use it to make people healthy. So why yeah. does it even matter that the Vice President's daughter doesn't have a leg? Because like, it's just
1: because it? said. Well, because, yeah, you're right. Because it's, if she does <laughs> take the medicine, there's still a 50% chance that she'll explode. Explode, yeah. Well, th- no, that's why they need Iron Man. Because they're getting him... So that... That's why we all need Iron Man. That's why we need Iron Man. Well, because they're trying to hire Iron Man so that he'll stop them from exploding. But the problem with that is that if they stop exploding, then they kind of lose the Mandarin. Well, they didn't have it yet. Not in 1999. That's right. What? In
0: 1999, when the movie starts and they're first talking about it.
1: Yeah. Well, that's when she's just trying to make things grow. Mm -hmm. That's that. I'm talking about... In the at the end of the movie, where he's like, "My big evil plan, I'm bad guy," right? And so if they, because he's still doing the Mandarin stuff. I've what are you, lost, what are you I've, trying to get, I've <laughs> you've, lost,
0: lost, the, you've lost the thought so bad. I have
1: lost in the sauce.
0: You said that's why they need Tony Stark, and I was like, excuse me, why do well, they need Well, that's why, they, yeah, Stark? yeah, yeah,
1: that's why they're trying to hire Tony at the end of the movie. That's why he's got him kidnapped, and that's why they got Pepper. Because right. she thinks that Tony can fix what's wrong with the serum. Because she just wants to help people grow. Right. And he wants them to explode. Right.
0: Uh, sure. Um.
1: Like, no, don't get me wrong. It's, it, it, it gets, it gets, it gets messy. But yeah, like, no, the plot's I,
0: really, really sweaty in it, some parts. But it gets,
1: but like, I don't care though. Because yeah, Because exactly. having Magma Man come out of this floor is really
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I don't
1: care how we get there. I just want it to happen.
0: Um, and right off the bat. I want to make a point to note that for some reason it didn't. It took me a long time before I realized it. But at the party at the very beginning, yeah, uh, he like says something snotty to Ho Yinsen, the guy who saves his life in the cave at the beginning of the first movie. Yeah, they like meet up and he's like, "Oh hey, what's up? Your name's Ho. That's funny." And then yeah. he just walks away, and you're like,
1: yeah. "Wow, okay." Okay.
0: <laughs> um, and then also, there's that gag where he's like. Oh, hey, what's up? Here's this guy. He's a heart doctor. And he's like, oh, no way. It's cool because she's going to need a cardiologist after I fuck the shit out of her. Yeah. And But then at the end when he's getting the stuff taken out of his heart, it's that yeah. same guy. It's that same cardiologist.
1: Oh, all these people that he was assholes to <laughs> <So, yeah, laughs> are actually saving very his nice. Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: he's his life. He's rude to three different people that would go on to save his life <laughs> in that one night.
1: That one scene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it's
1: very good. I love how they play with Tony's character. Because I feel like in the... We touched upon it in the Avengers. Where it's like, Tony Stark, for basically his whole life up till now, has just been the world's biggest asshole. And now, he's really trying to be a good guy and be a better guy. Because he's seen that being an asshole gets people blown up in the Middle East or whatever happened <laughs> right, in Iron yeah. Man 1.
0: The first movie came out during the Bush administration. Yeah, it's so we like, you know. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> back when everything was okay. Um...
0: No, I mean back when we were like actively blowing people up yep, in the Middle yep, East. Yep, what do yep, you mean?
1: Yeah, baby yep, yeah, maybe yep. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh. But like they touched upon like the fact that like Tony Stark not not that he has like a dark past, but that he has like a past that he himself is ashamed of. And I feel like we really get into that in Iron Man three in ways that we haven't gone into in the other adventures and Iron Man
0: movies. Right. Yeah. No, I mean it's um it's totally it's 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 weird to think about sort of, like, his character arc in this movie mm-hmm. in terms of, like, how it relates to um, all the other movies that surround it, right? Because yeah. the first movie, it's like, oh, he's this weapons mogul, and then he has this harrowing experience, and now he's like, oh, I'm going to turn around, I'm going to stop making weapons, I'm just going to do my best to do the right thing with my talents, right? Yeah. That's, like, the arc there. And then the second movie is kind of like... That again. Pretty much that again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's But it's like a little bit different because he's still trying to do the right thing, but now he's like super cocky and arrogant and he learns to be less cocky and arrogant Yeah, about so it, I it's guess. more
1: like stop being a murderer and then it's stop being an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: like a, kind of the same arc, but a little bit different, yeah. I guess. Anyway. And then Avengers is kind of the same arc as... To, is not Toy Story 2. It's Iron <laughs> Man 2. Where he's, like, learning to play well with others and learning to, like, Nobody accept yeah. other input besides those of just himself because he's so smart and wonderful. Yeah. Um, and then this one is, like, totally different from all three of those because it's, like, him dealing with a trauma, right? yeah. yeah. It's like he's... Every Ever since New York, he's just constantly occupying himself. Yeah. He's building Iron Man suits, like, 24-7. Yeah. B- presumably because he just doesn't want to think about the fact that maybe there could be aliens that could just show up whenever. And he's yeah. the person who's going to be responsible for making yeah. sure it is right. So he's just, like, he builds, like, 30 Iron Man suits in, like, a year. Yeah. <clears throat> and presumably at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, um he... he Sort of his, like, big character movement is he decides to blow up all the suits he made. Yeah. He decides that instead of just occupying himself, presumably, he's going to do away with that particular coping mechanism. Yeah. And sort of start to work towards something a little bit more especially practical and, like, actually solving his yeah. problems, you know. And I think that's why that carries really well in the Age of Ultron, where the thing that he's working on is... Ultron, you know, yeah. he's trying to, to solve the problem rather than just trying to distract himself from it. You yeah. Know? Um, same thing with the Hulkbuster armor, you know, Yeah. it's a different sort of, t- uh, objective, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's interesting because like they don't necessarily, one of the big themes of the movie is like his whole like anxiety attack thing. Yeah. And that doesn't really get resolved per se. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of wish they would have carried on with it a little bit better. It kind of comes through yeah. in Civil War, I feel like. but Oh,
1: definitely does.
0: Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I wish that they were able, as they moved forward, to convey a little bit clearer that, like, his, like, sort of self-destructive tendencies aren't, like, fixed now. They're just yeah. pointed in a more productive direction. He just has a
1: better coping mechanism yeah. than he did before. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, but like at the very beginning of this movie, like it's you know, that's the whole thing. It's like he keeps saying to people, like, Einstein slept three hours a year, like, it's fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, perfect, everything, nothing's wrong. Um, but like at the very beginning, when he's like testing out his like extremist suit, um, I guess they don't call it an extremist suit in this because it's not quite the same as it is in the comics, no. but um, but he uh, and he's like just in his Lab, and he's like, okay, let's go. And he's, like, punching, like, karate training dummies and, like, running yeah. around and, like, just, like, constantly moving and, like, never stopping yeah, anything Yeah, like, he's ever. the
1: lightsaber kid. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's just, like, constantly in motion. Like, he's not, like, chilling out and doing his thing. He's like, yeah, let's fucking go. New mm-hmm. Iron Man suit. There's nothing in particular that he's making this...
1: Yeah, he's new just suit for. doing it. He's just yeah.
0: doing it. Like, yeah. and he's down in his basement, at like, the middle of the night, just, like, yeah. running around, punching stuff, like, pacing and being like, okay, yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna put on some funky Christmas records. I'm gonna do a little dance and, yeah, it's work. God, new Iron Man suit. That's awesome. i it's <laughs> I'm just, like... I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. He just, like, has this really, like, spastic, chaotic energy. Like, yeah. he's just constantly trying to keep moving all the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I... I honestly love the choice to give Iron Man like a real like anxiety disorder because like that just makes sense to me and like the way they depict it is like so strong like the way when he like has a panic attack and just like the way they portray it is just really really good. Yeah. Like that first one when he's with those adorable little kids and he just like completely shuts down and he goes into the suit and he's like hey I'm having a heart attack and Jarvis is like no you're having a panic attack (laughs) and Iron Man goes I'm having a panic attack like <laughs> right. he doesn't get panic attacks, so it's i think it's i think it's a really good depiction of that kind of stress
0: yeah no yeah and uh the last couple of years i've had a little bit of trouble and like anytime i've had an anxiety attack like and there's a difference between like an anxiety attack there's just like a regular anxiety attack yeah, and the kind like, where you like think you're having a heart attack and yeah you go to the hospital or whatever but like just that like the way they depict it in this movie i've heard some people sort of criticize it for being like he's always fine, like, ten seconds later, you know, yeah. where it, like, passes, and that's not really what it's like, but well, it's yeah. still, it's, I don't know, it, like, it's a movie, and <laughs> <laughs> and, For and than Iron Man movie. It yeah, so it's like, if he, if they spent the next 25 minutes, yeah. <laughs> like, trying to get him to calm down, it would be a fucking shitty yeah. movie. Also,
1: this is a man with shrapnel in his heart, so we're gonna talk <laughs> about, like, medical inaccuracy. Right.
0: Um... But yeah, I don't know. It just, it the way that they depict it and the way that he acts where he's just like, I just got to get out. Yeah. Like I, I totally, like, it feels, it resonates that in was, a real kind of way with that me. That was
1: me at the Weezer concert that we <laughs> went to. right, yeah. When <laughs> I was like, hey, I need to leave. <laughs> um.
0: But yeah. Um. And something I, I we sort of skipped over was just that the fact that this op- movie opens with, like, voiceover narration from Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Which... Has never been done before in a Marvel movie. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody's done it since.
1: Because um, fucking Sin Sense just got well, I don't think
0: that's why. Um, but, like, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting because this movie really explicitly takes its time to, like, m- have its own language, you know? Yeah. It, um, it works on its own terms and it you know it is kind of beholden to like the larger story around it but they're making a lot of decisions that are mm-hmm. specifically for this movie yeah you know and i think that's one of the things that i love about it is because i think it feels really unique in terms of yeah like marvel movies
1: and it's i really like having the opening narration of tony because i think it really like I think it really plays on the themes of the movie, like, with, like, Tony, like, kind of paying for, like, his sins and that whole thing. Being
0: introspective.
1: Yeah, so, like, him, like, telling the story and basically this terrible thing happened and it's basically 100% my fault. And, like, just, like, right. having him being the one who's, like, kind of, like, coming up front with the story I think is really smart and really yeah. good. <clears throat> and, of course, it's the goof that he's telling it to Bruce Banner, which is funny, <laughs> it, but, <right>. yeah. <laughs>
0: um. The, uh, I, I, this, Shane Black... His movies have this tone that is so razor thin in trying to pull off because it's like everybody's like so standoffish and snappy and like Mm -hmm. roasting the fuck out of everybody else. There's like this hostile relationship between like any and all characters, regardless of what their relationship to each other is. But it's like it still feels fun and entertaining in a way that like Transformers isn't. Where, like in Transformers, everybody's just a dick to it's everybody, just an and asshole. you're like, Jesus, yeah. why like... is
1: everyone so sweaty and orange? What's <laughs> yeah. going on?
0: But you're like, just like, I hate every character in this, they're all yeah. bad. But like in a Shane Black movie, it's you don't feel like you hate every character, and they're all like charming in spite of that, yeah. you know?
1: It's like it's a fine line between Toy Story and pre production Toy Story, <laughs> right. where it's just everybody screaming at each other for two hours.
0: And that line where, uh, he comes downstairs in the new suit and Pepper's like, what is that, like, Mark 15? And they show you Mark 42 on his arm? It's like, I don't know, it's really funny, but it's, like, also really profound. Really it's like, yeah. yeah, he made, like, the, <laughs> way more than, like, the regular amount of. Weird. Like, yeah, to a normal person, the, like, a weirdly large amount of <laughs> suits would be if he made, like, five this year. Yeah. But he made, like, 35. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: I really see talking about like how standoffish the characters can be. I really like Tony and Pepper's relationship because they do have that like snappy kind of like sarcastic back and forth. But like that just like makes sense for like who they are. Like that's the kind of person that they would be. That's how they would joke around with each other. That's like why they're in a relationship because they're similar and they like each other. But then at the same time, Tony is also... Like, extremely open with Pepper. And that's yeah. what I like. Like, when she comes home and he catches... And she basically catches him pretending to be in the Iron Man suit. And he just, like, 100% comes clean. He's like, yeah. I am doing this as a coping mechanism. And I'm freaking the fuck out. Right. And that's why I'm being an asshole.
0: Well, yeah, and that's what's interesting about that scene. Because the way that, the way that Pepper reacts to it... It feels like Tony's, like, in his mind, like, confessing something. And, like, getting something off his chest, you yeah. know? But Pepper's just, like like i know yeah (laughs) that's why i'm upset i don't not know that you're having a weird thing going on right now like everybody knows (laughs) um but yeah i don't know it's just like uh you can go ahead if there's a second half to what you're saying oh i lost it it's gone (laughs) (laughs) okay um but yeah i don't know and it's just it's really interesting the way that like he's sort of just re- in- interacting with people in spite yeah. of all this or not you know mm. and that's part of his thing is when he has that meeting with Rhodey he's like hey what's up I saw this guy on tv the Mandarin he's like a terrorist or something I'm, t- I'm all over it like if you yeah. want me I could go I could go deal with that yeah give me something to do yeah yeah and it's like you know the Mandarin doesn't have anything to do with him at this point but it like he yeah. he, he makes it because he's just like yeah. yo have you seen this crazy right like yeah. you should can probably I can I do it can I get in the Iron Man suit and go handle it and yeah Rhodey's like Okay, no.
1: First of all, no. No. (laughs)
0: Um, And then, yeah, I don't know. Um, But, like, one of the the moments... First of all, I wanted to say that, like, some of the, like, stuff from the, like, broadcast interruptions where the Mandarin comes on and starts, like, declaring terrorist threats are, like, uniquely kind of upsetting in Marvel movies. (laughs) Like, they're kind of hardcore. Yeah. Like, it's all these pictures of, like, like video stock footage of like cross burnings and stuff and yeah. you're like oh shit <laughs> like, yeah it's oh. scary <laughs> um but yeah and then when um uh sorry i lost my thoughts um oh um and you know happy is tracking down uh that guy that he saw and then he gets blown up and like he goes to a coma so that's like Tony's, like, real motivation to yeah. be like, oh, Mandarin, my thing now. Yeah. It <laughs> doesn't matter what Rhodey says. He told me <laughs> yeah. not to, but I'm doing it now and nobody can fucking stop me. Yeah. Um, But, like, it... I still don't know how to reconcile with the fact that he gives out his home address, right? It's yeah. supposed to be this, like, big bravado and he's like, oh, check it out. I'm gonna kick your ass. Here's my address. Come get me, you know? Yeah. It's like, it, he's pulling this, like, huge... Like, he he's like, I don't know. I mean, he's not really bluffing because I think he thinks he can do it. But like, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like a weird decision for that character because part of this whole thing so far has been the fear and him wanting to protect everybody he loves, you know? So the fact that he gave away his home address after Pepper has presumably just moved in semi-recently is like, this feels not quite where I think we should be going. It
1: feels a little bit it doesn't feel like Suicide by Mandarin. I don't think that's what it is. No. It's It's just like... I think it is kind of like... It is that kind of like desperation though. It's just like, I want to get in a fight. It's like Fight Club. I want to get right. in a fight. I'm going to make a fight. Yeah. But I think it's, it is kind of a double think even for Tony. Like even right. he realized he hypocrisy what he said. Because then you have immediately Pepper's like, okay, we're leaving. <laughs> right. Because Duh. And he's, well, first, he says two things. First of all, he says we're not leaving. Second of all, he says, I can't protect you anywhere else. Which is, like, A, kind of flawed, but B, it's like, he is right. Like, this is where all the suits are. Like, this is probably the safest place for him to be, even with a threat.
0: I forgot about that line in particular.
1: Yeah. And it's like, like... It's, it's, it is it's kind of, like, it is both things. Where it's, like, you have told, told us where we are, but, like, this is still the safest place despite that, right. you know?
0: Yeah, I don't know. To me, it still feels like, oh, they came up with this great idea, which is, like, Tony Stark on TV is just, like, here's my fucking phone
1: address.
0: My- <laughs> here's my fucking home address. Come get me, motherfucker. See what happens. And they yeah. were, like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. we want to put that in the movie. But yeah. then they had to kind of, like, Justify it after they came up with that idea, and they're like, uh, Uh. (laughs) he does that because he is angry and he doesn't want Pepper to leave because that's he thinks he can protect her better there than somewhere else. That kind of makes sense. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't matter. Well, cool. And I
1: think it's also, I mean, we also kind of talk about this It also is just a little bit flawed. Cause I feel like if they wanted to know Tony's address, they kind of would have already known it. Right. I mean, it's him making himself a target. absolutely right, yeah. Being Like, Hey me, remember? Yeah. But it's like, it's because the fact that it's like the home address. Like they make a big deal about that. And it's yeah. like, if they wanted to find your house, they yeah. could find your house. But yeah. But
0: like Tony presumably would not be on the Mandarin's radar Hit really list at all. Yet. Yeah. yeah. He's just making he's just like threatening a terrorist on TV. Yeah. He's, yeah, I think Fight Club's a great comparison. He just like he just wants to get in a fight. Yeah. Like, he just wants to start something with somebody. Yeah. And like feel like he's doing something. Um, the uh just another piece of so okay. Earlier in this movie there's two moments that I think are like really, really sweaty. The first one Stop is describing them <laughs> as sweaty. Um the first one is when Aldrich Killian shows up And, um, him and Pepper are, like, rooting around in his brain and whatever, but they're like, look at this, here's this little empty hole in your brain, and that's, like, an empty slot we can plug stuff into. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, okay, (laughs) listen, if you're
1: gonna start pulling apart the the science mumbo-jumbo in Marvel movies, you're gonna have a bad day. (laughs) it's
0: not even necessarily about it being science mumbo-jumbo, it's just, like, really distracting science mumbo-jumbo that you didn't need to have. yeah. They could just be like, oh, we're developing this technology that makes it so that you can grow your limbs back and it's all like this very dangerous new science. And it's like, great, yeah. perfect. And now they're like, check this out. Here's the human brain. Well, There's I a little think... slot in it that we can plug in. <laughs> and you're like, well, uh, I just think... leave it, just I th- leave it.
1: I think that's very much Killian's personality, though. Like, that's just who he is. Like, first of all, he comes up and he's like, all right, here's the human brain. Whoops, no, that's the universe. <laughs> I, I like. I love that line. <laughs> Winky face. And he's like, okay, just kidding. Here's the human brain. Oh my gosh, it's my brain. Like how big it is. Isn't that a lol xd winky face. Like that's just who he is. Like right. he's like he's not gonna be like. So we're doing this thing, uh, where we're like reprogramming the human brain so I can do all this cool stuff like regrow limbs and breathe fire or whatever. <laughs> but uh, <it's, laughs> but instead he's like the human mind was made to be upgraded. Right. Like it's just like this like extraness yeah. that's like I feel like that's yeah. It's like
0: his sales pitch in
1: character. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think you're wrong. I still just think that there's a better way to describe it because to oh, yeah. me, the like, there's a slot in your brain, and that means that it's like, <laughs> this is nonsense. This is yeah. nothing. Well, like,
1: he's also not the scientist, so Fair he enough. could just be spitting Making bullshit. It up. Yeah. Um,
0: and then the other bit is when he's doing his like CSI crime scene recreation in his lab. Yeah, because it's like basically what they need. Yeah, is they need for him to be like what they want him to find is like. Okay, these might not be explosions, these might be like misfires. So he has yeah. to figure out if there was another one like that and go there. Which yeah. is like not a huge deal. Um, but he's like, okay, Jarvis, um show me all the times it's been really hot in America for the last year, like <laughs> and it. then there's like temperature spikes all over, yeah. and you're like what, what do you the get fuck that, these? Yeah. yeah
1: See, I guess, I guess what does, what messes me yeah. up about that scene is not what, it's not the information that he gets. It's how he gets the information. Exactly. Because it's like, I have this perfect recreation of the crime scene and yeah. everybody in it. It's like, how? 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 And then how? he like finds
0: the dog tags and he's like, oh, check it out. It's like military. And that's like kind of part of his process. Yeah. It's like. I feel like there was a much it's simpler like, and cleaner way to yeah. do this.
1: It's like when he, the information that he gets and what he figures out from that information is fine. It's right. just how we get that information that's like this is the weirdest yeah. way we could have done this. It's
0: kind of like in Dark Knight when he <laughs> when he's trying to track down the Joker yeah. and he gets a fingerprint from the hole in a wall that a bullet left. Yeah. Because there was a fingerprint on the bullet. Yeah. And that came from the wall. <laughs> but it's not actually the wall, it's just like a digital scan of the wall. Yeah. That he can extract the fingerprint from. And you yeah. like
1: what the fuck? I mean, doing? okay,
0: fine. <laughs> so you've
1: got the worst part about the video of the Batman video games was fucking detective vision where they were just like <laughs>
0: go here,
1: like right. that's what it feels like.
0: But Yeah, like I don't know. And I feel like there's a certain point where like you can make those like crazy deduction things yeah. like so big and ridiculous that that's kind of the thing of the, it, the you know? Point, yeah. Like you make it super esoteric and crazy that you're like, "Oh haha, like you found out that information by <laughs> creating a hologram of the whole earth of the, of and whatever the summer, yeah yeah, and you're like oh that's so crazy like it's so funny that he's doing all this crazy gymnastics to get to something yeah. but it's just like that butter zone of just being like really impractical and distracting yeah. that you're just like
1: ah. wait hold on okay. yeah
0: so yeah two sweaty scenes in a row Stop um sweaty okay
1: um i this movie's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's great.
0: I wrote down a handful of bits that I think are really funny. Yeah. Um, The, I mean, I think I've said most of them already, but yeah. he's like, Einstein slept three hours a year. Look what he did. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a great line. Um, <laughs> There's that moment when he comes out in the Iron Man suit, but it's not really him. Yeah. And Pepper's like, why don't you open up your face so I can kiss you on the lips? And he's like, Mm, uh, beep boop pop. oh, nope, damn it, can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's so funny. I mean,
1: just the whole goof with the giant rabbit when the ex-girlfriend <laughs> comes over. Yeah. And she's like, is this normal? And she goes, yes, it's normal. And Tony goes, it's a giant rabbit, relax about it. Like, it's, it's just so, so good. good.
0: Um, and then when he's doing his crime scene recreation, like, the doorbell rings, he's just like, are we still a ding-dong? Like, yeah. what's <laughs> a threat to a terrorist? Yeah. It's so funny. Um, good.
1: <laughs> I and then oh god like all of the actions like anytime that there's an action scene in this movie they're like how can we make this the coolest shit ever yeah it rules and they're like hmm okay so it's the Iron Man so it's they're all in the building and they're on a cliff over the ocean and then the building is slowly falling into the ocean because people are shooting at it Also, there's only one Iron Man suit and and Tony's trying to protect three people. Go. And it's like, it's so cool.
0: That's the thing about this movie is that there's never an action sequence where Tony is like safely and securely in a suit. Yeah. It never happens. Yeah. Um, Is there an action sequence at the very beginning? No, not no. really. The first big action sequence is when the, the whole house starts crumbling. Yeah. But then it's like he only has one suit that can like move and like latch onto people. Yeah. And he has got three people who needs to protect. He puts yeah. the suit on pepper, he's by himself. Um the closest thing to like a fully like suited action sequence you get. Yeah. Because after that the suit's like broken and he doesn't have it for like the whole second act of the movie. Yeah. And then after that it's like him going around with all of the suits, but he's constantly like jumping in and out of different suits, yeah they're like
1: breaking and they're like breaking, around, they're like breaking or, yeah.
0: around him and he's like in his suit out of a suit in a suit out of a suit all these different suits yeah there's never like iron man one and two all the action set pieces are basically just based around and avengers too
1: yeah
0: are basically just based around him in the suit fighting somebody in the suit yeah. you know uh, but there's none of that in this movie yeah which i think is like the master stroke of what this movie is
1: Stop trying to talk through your burps. <laughs> just take a pause.
0: Um, uh, and there's that moment where he is in the suit and like the whole place is crashing and he's trying yep. to get rid of the helicopters and he fucking just throws a piano at one of yeah, them. Yeah,
1: it's really good. So
0: great. Well,
1: what I love what's what this movie does a lot that I think that mo- the movies with Iron Man in it should have done more is that they just like capture how scary the Iron Man suit is when it's. Mm-hmm when it's broken when it's not working because then you're just trapped in this hunk of metal that you can't move in and it's freaking scary right and i feel like the movies kind of like just like have this little like oh no it's not scary but like right. it's scary no
0: yeah i mean there's that moment where
1: i mean i think the best depiction of it is in civil war when brody crashes and he's just like free falling in the suit oh, like right. that scene's freaking scary yeah
0: Uh, Civil War is a really divisive movie, too, that we're very pro. Civil War's
1: great! God!
0: (laughs) People, I don't know, I feel like just in general, I'm pro more Marvel movies than I am anti. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any that I'm like, oh, this one's overrated. I think Endgame's a little overrated. I fucking hate
1: Thor 2. Thor 2 Well, everybody
0: hates Thor 2. I'm pro Thor 2. Yeah,
1: you like Thor 2. And
0: you are anti Thor 2 with the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think Endgame's a little overrated, I, I, think. I, mean, I think
1: Endgame is super, super good. I just like Infinity War so much more. Yeah. I could talk about that for an hour, so we're right. not going to start that I out. mean, yeah,
0: we'll probably do one on, on yeah. Infinity War eventually. Um. Anyway, but yeah, this movie is really good at being not, obviously not completely practical, but yeah. like... In terms of, like, Marvel movies and where they're at now, a lot of the times when they do their big action set pieces, yeah. it's just, like, pretty much everything's like, on a green screen with, like, special effects. And yeah. it's just, like, CGI almost everything, you yeah. know? Which is not a bad thing. they can still be really cool. Yeah. But, like, a lot of the things in this movie, there's only one part where it feels like, to steal a term from somebody else, like, CGI goop. Yeah. Where it's just, like, nothing feels quite exactly yeah. real and tangible, is when the house is... Like, falling down, like, the second half of that sequence after they've already gotten rid of the helicopters. He's just trying to save yeah. himself. Yeah. And it's, like, the cars are falling in and he goes in the ocean and it's, like, just an animated sequence, yeah. basically.
1: Well, and I, I, this might just be my opinion, but I think the CGI goop kind of works in that scene because he's, like, drowning and being crushed by stuff. Like, right. I don't know, like, I think it creates that, like, kind of, like... It just, I don't know if it's intentional, but I just get this feeling from it. Like it just makes you feel like a little bit like suffocated. E, like just, surreal. Yeah, because just like nothing like looks real. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like it's your house that you've lived in for years and years, and yeah. suddenly it's like exploding, and it's like yeah. there's something surreal and yeah, uncomfortable, about that. That yeah. maybe it being CGI goop might evoke.
1: Yeah, I'm exactly. sure that's
0: exactly why they chose. That's to why do it. they
1: did that. Um. <laughs> Not because. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but. uh, yeah, and then, like, that sequence where he, like, crash lands in Tennessee because he told Jarvis to go to Tennessee earlier, and yeah. Jarvis was like, uh, he's knocked out, I guess I'll just go to Tennessee. Just,
1: just fucking go to Tennessee. <laughs>
0: um, but he, like, w- crashes in the snow and, like, wakes up just, like, in the middle of a field all by himself and, like, yeah. gets out of the suit and then the suit dies and he's just, like... Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and like, but it's like shot so gorgeously, it it's is. like nighttime with snow oh, I love
1: that shot of him dragging the Iron Man suit behind him, and it's mm-hmm. just this shot that's just like straight above him as he's just like trudging through the snow. Yeah. it's so good. But
0: that's what's so cool, I feel like, in this movie, especially, but just in general about this character, is that like when shit like really goes wrong for him, he's never I mean he is like emotional about it, but his reaction to it is never to shut down and be upset. It's just to take action immediately. Yeah. He's just, like so pragmatic in like what he chooses to do. He's stranded in Tennessee after his house has just been destroyed. Yeah. And like, he's just like, fuck. And, but there's no moment where he takes a second and like yells and freaks out or whatever. Yeah. He just like stands up and starts walking. He <laughs> Like tries up, to find a gas station. He
1: steals a poncho off of a wooden <laughs> Native American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and then uh, one of my favorite things that Marvel likes to do is they take, like, a really, they always, there's always, like, a really dramatic moment in the trailer that they somehow manage to subvert when the actual movie comes out. Oh, yeah. Because this one was a great example. There's that line in the trailer, I don't even remember what it is, but he's like, you know what keeps going through my head? I nearly died, or it's maybe some other line from the movie that they put in, but he, like, says something really dramatic. Yeah. And then in this movie, he goes, you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like in the audience, like that sort of like informed that joke, you know, yeah. the first time I saw it. Everyone was like, oh, ha ha ha, I remember that dramatic line, but it yeah. was different and goofy now. I Man,
1: I just love Tony and Harley so much. Like, yeah. it's such a good dynamic. And because this movie also plays with like Tony as a celebrity in ways that I feel like the first two didn't. Right. Like, I feel like we get like party celebrity, like Tony Stark. Like, we get like that whole side of it, but we don't get like. How does he, like, as a celebrity, like, as Tony Stark, like, what do you do when you go to the hardware store? Like, right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, with a guy in the van who's got a tattoo of his face, and, like, <laughs> right. and the little kid being like, oh, you're to- you're Iron Man. Like, stuff like that. That <laughs> I feel like they just don't touch on in the other films. I right. That is really good.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And it's like, and, you know, that's one of the things that people say about, like, every superhero movie. But it's like, oh, he's just walking around in a hardware store with a baseball hat on, and nobody mm-hmm. recognizes him. He's Tony mm-hmm. Stark. But, like, I think a good equivalent to, like, a Tony Stark-level figure would be, like, Elon Musk, right? Yeah, I would... Like, if you saw some guy who was Elon Musk, but he was, like, wearing a leather jacket and, like, with a baseball hat on, like, yeah. at a Bymart in Tennessee... Yeah, which would you be like... like... Is that Elon Elon Musk? Musk? Yeah, Yeah. you're not like looking for him. You might be like, check out that guy, he looks like Elon Musk.
1: Also, Robert Downey Jr. went to like Walmart in a baseball hat and a sweatshirt and nobody stopped him until someone posted a picture on Twitter. So, I mean, (laughs) I think it works. We
0: can get moving. I don't have a lot of notes for like the rest of the movie. Let's talk about the big twist though. Um, The, or actually, sorry. Not that yet. Okay. First. Um, I like. Spoiler that, <laughs> alert: There's
1: a twist. Um,
0: I like that. Um, sort of, Pepper and Maya Hansen. Yeah. Sort of have like a, a weirdly high level of agency in these movies. Yeah. That you don't always see in these like secondary female characters. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the first few drafts of the scripts they had much bigger roles. And Aldrich Killian wasn't even going to be a thing. Maya Hansen was just going to be the big villain. Yeah. But famously, Disney was like, I don't think we could sell toys of a lady villain. Yeah. So they told him to change it. Um. But apparently, even... Even, even though if- <laughs>
1: Maleficent is, like, their biggest product <laughs> yeah. right now.
0: Well, not in the toy market, I don't think. I don't want to know. Um, but, uh, like... Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, but even outside of that, like, presumably, like, Pepper and... Maya Hansen had, like, a longer arc in their, yeah. like, interaction with each other that Disney told them to cut. But, uh, even, even in spite of all the stuff that was cut out of it, like, it's it still, still really feels good. like above average amount yeah. of, like, discussion yeah. <laughs> between, like, female characters, you know? Yeah. And they had that whole discussion about Verna von Braun, and I always think about that Drunk History episode where he goes, Ay, Dios mio! Whenever <laughs> they say that, and they think it's yeah. so funny. Uh, I, well, but
1: I really, like, I mean, this is just... This is just nice. Like, I like how they immediately have a connection. And I think it's like, I don't know. It's just like, hey, we're both women. We're both smart ladies. Like, we're both dating, dated Tony or whatever with Tony. Like, they just, like, immediately have this kind of, like, kinship together and like pepper is always kind of like trying to protect Maya a little bit Mm -hmm. that just feels like really natural and really nice it just feels like the way that like women who have a camaraderie would like interact with each other like it's just nice
0: um the uh but yeah so um that whole like first of all i love tony's like tennessee dad outfit, clothes are yeah. <laughs> so great. name, um, like with that red vest and the yeah. jean jacket underneath. It's yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, I, maybe I should cosplay that sometime. You should. That would be a fun That'd one. That'd be really good. Um, but uh, second of all, like the whole like big second act set piece where he gets in a fight with that extremist woman at the bar and like, yeah. uh, what's his name crashes the water tower down on top of him. Yeah. It's like a whole big Iron Man movie set piece that literally does not contain an Iron Man suit in it. Yeah. In any capacity. And it's so good. It's great. it's
1: just MacGyvers his way through all yeah. of this stuff. And it's well, like. And that's what I love about this movie is that, like, we get, like, the I am Iron Man. But it's like, yeah, even without a bazillion dollars and without all this fancy technology it's like he's still doing all this shit like yeah. he's Iron Man well it
0: shows off his like genuine like intelligence yeah. and ingenuity you know it's one thing to be like oh he built a cool suit that he could fight really well in but it's yeah. another thing to be like here's him like you said just MacGyvering his way out of this crisis situation yeah. just thinking on his feet and doing whatever he can well, to get away well and then he's away. gonna
1: break into the Mandarin's hideout still with all of that MacGyver stuff right, like yeah. it's just so good um, I just lo- I love that shot so much when he's breaking into the Mandarin's mansion where he's got like the bombs and the Christmas ornaments and the ornament like rolls up to the byguard's feet and you just hear like the jingle bells just get like <laughs> super loud it's so good
0: <laughs> the score in this movie is great it's
1: really fun the
0: first two Iron Man movies have this really boring score. The first yeah. one is just like total, like, burr, burr, burr. new metal butt rock the yeah. whole time. It's just like... Duh, 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 duh. It's, like a, duh, duh. it's like
1: a Sonic Wii game. <laughs> exactly.
0: But it's just like... It's not the worst. Yeah, no, it's a good yeah. movie. But it's just like, this is nothing. Like, yeah, it's, is a, just... it's
1: a choice, but you could have made any um, other choice. But
0: yeah, but this movie, I feel like it's at this point after Avengers that Marvel was like, let's get on the same page with our soundtracks a little yeah. bit. Um, but yeah, like the Iron Man 3 theme... Is like such a great melodic idea that I wish was around earlier and could have been more of a thing. Just
1: been the Iron Man theme. Yeah, because
0: there's no like Iron Man theme that people know about, which sucks because it's like one of the most successful franchises and characters. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, we don't have, like, a musical idea associated with it. Sucks. I think Brian Tyler should have done all the Iron Man movies.
1: This is really a little bit. But, like, I just love how iconic the Avengers theme has become. Oh, yeah? I just, I think the way that people use it for comedy, I think, is the funniest thing on (laughs) the planet. I talk about that TikTok where that kid picks up a pigeon at Disneyland with the Avengers theme behind it, like, every day of my life. But it's because I think it's the funniest thing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. Um, Okay. So, the other big divisive thing about this movie is the twist. In which we find out that the Mandarin... It's not really the Mandarin. He's just this dumb British actor who sucks. (laughs) Which is
1: great. I think it's so good. It's so smart. Because you bring up the Mandarin and all the freaking fanboys are like, Oh, I read that in the comics. I know what dad is. And to be like, no, you know how scary the Mandarin is? What if the, this big, terrifying villain was actually a puppet for something else? Isn't that, like, spooky and scary? It <laughs> was actually and,
0: like, government corruption yeah, all and, along. Yeah, and, like, <laughs>
1: forebodes, like, something worse. And they're like, where's the Mandarin? Where's yeah. the Mandarin go? Well, because
0: you take away their sense of superiority yeah. for thinking they know what's going to happen. Yeah. But. Um, I wrote down, okay, first of all, um, we think it's great mandarin twist super good super super creative it's not always cool to know exactly where things are going yep um the there's an argument that it's like yeah but when's the next time we're gonna get a chance to see if the mandarin's my favorite character get to see him do this kind of thing it's like hey fair enough i guess but also now we are doing that in the shang chi movie so
1: yeah
0: shrug emoji um so two things i have written down in a row okay two questions i have to ask you okay first one do you think the original script had his password be war machine 69 (laughs) and do you think disney told him to change it to 68
1: (laughs) yes and also yes (laughs)
0: because i guess you can make the argument it might be his birth year
1: yeah no
0: but well it could be that's about the right time frame.
1: Why couldn't he have been born in
0: 69? <laughs> I guess that's also fair. But yeah, no, uh, it's... <laughs> I'm almost positive it was supposed yeah. to be War Machine 69. Um, also, Speaking how of, many of... Wait, hold on. Speaking okay. of
1: 69, can we talk about how much goddamn sexual energy goes on with Killian? Just like with anybody who's in the room <laughs> yeah. with... Like, like it's not big dick energy. It's just, like, this guy wants to fuck, and he doesn't care who he's having, who he's fucking. He doesn't care. Just anybody. Well, it's because
0: he was so, like, ugly and small for so long, and now he, like, has this sexual potential energy that he's just excited to have. He's
1: just excited to straddle (laughs) Iron Man while he puts a finger on his chest to burn him out of his suit. And it's Um. just, it's just bad.
0: Okay, and the second one is, how many different Stan Lee cameos could his character be described as, quote, local pervert? <laughs> <laughs> I like I think of three off the top of my head. This movie, yep. Guardians of the Galaxy, yep. and Deadpool. Yeah. What else? There's gotta be more.
1: Uh, there probably is. I think it's just, it's just like a goof where it's like, it's just like, haha. It's funny. It's, it's funny. To, for an old
0: man to be. Because <laughs>
1: well, be. he's not being, he's not being, like, problematic. No, he's, he's never a being, sex predator. No, he's just like, every, it's just like it's just like you know yeah
0: because in this one he's like super enthusiastic at the beauty contest yeah. in the in the uh yeah and at the whatever rec center that he's camping out in yeah um and then in guardians of the galaxy he's just like hating on alien women yeah <laughs> and well, ted well, Foll, you, he's like the dj in a strip club
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: um I <laughs> wrote down. Does it count in the Bechtel test if they're talking about Werner von Braun?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Does that
0: count as having a conversation about, about another man? man? Um, <laughs> uh, ben Kingsley's fucking great in this. I think it's one of the funniest performances in a Marvel movie. Yeah, where he's just like, <laughs> like the you've only seen the Mandarin, and then he like shows up, and the first thing he says is just like, "Bloody hell, bloody hell!" Yeah, <laughs> it's I know. So good. It's really- Um, and the gag where they're like interrogating him and Rhodey comes up and just puts the hot muzzle of his gun on his ear and he's like "Ah, okay yeah (laughs) it's so funny it's
1: just so funny (laughs) I love I mean just like every action set piece is so good like, the airplane scene, like, the way they used yeah. the suction. I wish they had fought on the airplane for just a little bit longer, because I felt like there were some other cool things they could have done. Right. But, like, Iron Man, like, catching all the people in the air and, like, slowing them down so they hit the water at a speed that wouldn't kill them. It's right. just, like, so good. I
0: guess that is a full Iron Man suit set piece.
1: But that's, yeah, but it's it's different because it's not Tony in it. Yeah, there's a little bit of a twist. I guess we're but... supposed to think that Tony is in it, but, like, still, yeah. right. you know. Well, and I think it's just because throughout the whole movie, we've kind of, we've basically shown you that these guys can totally destroy the Iron Man suit at any time, so that's, like, still, like, a part of it. Like, even when Tony, even though later we find out that he's not in the suit, like, he's still, like, burning holes through the suit and, like, crushing it and stuff like that. Like, it still shows you that the Iron Man suit is never 100 completely, well, 100% completely safe in this movie. Right.
0: And, yeah, because, you know, and that's just, like, the point of it. Like, Iron Man, as an idea, is all about, like, him coming into these conflicts in a position of power, you know, he's got this crazy mech suit and it doesn't necessarily lend itself well to like fear for the character itself, you know, but this movie, it's like, it's like diehard, you know, they're constantly putting him at a disadvantage in any way they possibly can that he Mm -hmm. has to maneuver his way out of, you know, the entire thing's based around him being exposed and vulnerable and without the thing that normally makes him powerful, you know, um, and it's just I don't know, it's I love this movie. It's, it's really so good. Film.
1: God. I've got I know I'm kinda of skipping to the end, but man, it's like the whole fight with all of the Iron Man suits is just maybe the best and coolest thing. Like it's just yeah. it's so good. The way that they use it, like the way that they'll have like people like fighting in an Iron Man suit and then another one will come up and then Tony will jump off of something and fall into a suit or jump into something <laughs> and explodes and have to go to another, another suit. suit, yeah. Just like the way that they do it is just like so cool and so much fun. And it's just, it's just so good, man.
0: (laughs) It's, yeah, and, like, there's just so many great gags. I think specifically the bit where Tony and Aldrich Killian are fighting one-on-one at the end. It's, like, one of the best action set pieces in, like, the last decade. Yeah. Where it's, like, he'll, like, kick at him, but he'll grab his foot and try to, like, chop his leg off, but he, like ejects his leg from yeah. the from the, the suit. suit he chops yeah. off the suit leg off just grabs it and hits Tony with it yeah, and like fun. he jumps off the back and into a totally different suit and flies back up and punches yeah. him it's like god damn it this is the coolest shit in the world um, the uh, the only thing I'm trying to decide Yes. If I think it's better to have Rhodey totally out of a suit for the per- first part of that scene. Yeah. Or if it would be more fun if he was doing crazy suit also, shenanigans also.
1: I well, I just, I like the goof where he's like where's my suit? And Tony's like, like bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Careful. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I agree with you. I don't know. I like I don't, I don't think Rhodey gets the best character arc in this movie. It Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't really have one. He doesn't really have one. Yeah, well, because it's like he comes, like he gets the suit, he saves the president, which is super cool. But then he like gets the president, and he's like, "Bye, Bye, Tony." (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. I feel like because he's just like bye, Tony, it would be weird if he was like jumping around. Like it's because they've got separate missions. It feels right for their combat to be like different, you know? Yeah. And he also does that dope thing where he's like hanging on like the container and then he breaks both the ropes and he like swings on the container. Right. Which is super fun. <laughs>
0: um Yeah, and I think it's interesting, um, if I could just talk about comic books for a second.
1: Um, <laughs> the Mandarin.
0: But like Iron Man movies are interesting to me because sort of unique among um like the Marvel superhero canon. There aren't a lot of like really big famous Iron Man stories. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like I mean, there are some that are better than others that people like. But in yeah. terms of like stories that you're like, oh, this is like one of the greats. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Iron Man has almost none of those. Yeah. There's a story from the 70s called Demon in a Bottle, where he's like dealing with alcoholism yeah. that people really love. That's like an all time great comic book. Mm-hmm. And then like in 2005, there was that extremist storyline, which is what this movie is based on. Mm-hmm. Um. And then there's also Matt Fraction wrote a series called Invincible Iron Man that was also very good right after that. Mm -hmm. Um... So those are those are kind of like the big three like Iron Man stories that people can draw from. Yeah. The first and besides the origin. Well, yeah. So the first one did the origin. The second one was supposed to kind of do Demon in the Bottle, but the way it worked out when they, they were writing they it, it they just kind of didn't. Yeah. And if you know that whole thing with like blood toxicity and all that was originally supposed to be like alcohol stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it all just got sh- shifted around. So Demon yeah. in the Bottle's is kind of just ruined. Yeah. And then this one, they were like, okay, we'll, we'll just do the other two, yeah, <laughs> like the we'll other just two good them. ones, yeah. put them together. Um. And now it's just like they stopped making Iron Man movies because they were just like, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's the
1: same thing. It's like when you think of Spider-Man, of course you think of the origin story, and then you think of the death of Gwen Stacy. And so every single Spider-Man franchise has been like, okay, origin story, death of Gwen Stacy. Yeah. But now every single person who doesn't like a Spider-Man movie is just like, they just did the same things over and over again. Yeah. So now that's... well. It's a valid argument, but, like,
0: also, shut up. <laughs> I would I would argue that that's not quite the same thing at all. Yeah. Because Spider-Man has got, like, dozens and dozens of huge iconic stories. Yeah, like
1: the Green Goblin, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, and, you know, like, one of the things that I think is so Venom. crazy about living in this world... Yes. ...is that nobody's made a good Craven the Hunter movie. Yet. Yeah. Because Craven's Last Hunt was the story that... I always forget the name of the writer, because I don't know his other stuff. Um, it was a story that came out in the 80s... That is like one of the like all time great famous comic book runs. Yeah. It's about like Craven the Hunter learning that he is like fatally tied to Spider Man, oh, and that yeah. he cannot die unless Spider Man kills him or he kills Spider Man. Yeah, like that's just the the lot he's been handed by the cosmic fates or whatever. Yeah. So it's like it's this crazy story where like he's tr- I, I don't know I haven't read it in a really long time but <laughs>
1: something happens. <laughs>
0: It's but it's like this huge famous story that everybody loves, and we've yeah. made seven Spider-Man movies. And we haven't done and we yet. haven't gotten to Maybe it. Maybe that'll
1: be that'll be into the Spider-Verse 2. Yeah. The Craven the Hunter will I think, be
0: there. I think if we're not doing a Kraven the Hunter, Kraven's Last Hunt adjacent story in yeah. the two Spider-Man sequels coming up, it's just never gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> like, I
1: just, what i say what I want from Into the Spider-Verse number two is that I want Shakespeare Spider-Man, and that's it.
0: Okay. Um <laughs> What's yeah, that, I don't even I, necessarily mean. I don't think they would do it in a Spider Verse movie.
1: Yeah, no. Um, I think. Well, I think that would be fun if you're like the Cravens, like I am cosmically tied to Spider Man, and it's, like right. surprised there's fifty Spider Man. Like, I feel like that would be fun. Yeah.
0: Well, that that's sort of the plot of the Spider Verse comic. Yeah. Where it's like there's these like
1: it's the vampire cosmic family. Yeah, yeah,
0: the inheritors, and they're like, oh, we're gonna like hunting down spiders, and it's sort of tied to that same like Madame Web thing that the yeah, like
1: that I won't even pretend to understand what's going
0: on with <laughs> Madame yeah. Web. But it's like it's sort of thematically tied to that same idea in Cravens last. So I guess yeah. they could, if they wanted to, they could replace, like, the Inheritors, which are weird, boring characters. Yeah, it's, it's they could one be like, of, one how about of them's just like, like
1: Dracula, right? One no. D- one of them's a vampire. They're just
0: kind of like that. But it, I think... <laughs> <laughs> they just got
1: that kind of vibe yeah.
0: going. Um, but I, I, that would be kind of a cool idea. You could be like, oh, you know, here's our million Spider-Mans, but check it out. Here's a multiverse full of Kraven the Hunters that yeah. are, all, that are like... all looking for Spider-Men. Yeah, you they're know? trying
1: to kill all the spider man yeah. The, Sp- the spider Man. Yeah.
0: That you know what? I'm gonna write that spec script, yeah. actually. Um Hey, anyway. you have to credit me. Yeah, which... TM TM TM. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, back to Iron Man Three. Yeah. Uh it's really super good. great last action sequence. So good. And yeah, and yeah, I don't know. All all the stuff we've talked about about Tony's arc and like what he does moving forward and like yeah. it's it's not especially spelled out, you know? Yeah. You've gotta kinda like really actively engage with it and be thinking about what it means for his character in order to suss out what it is they're actually kind of trying to say. Excuse me. <laughs> Sus. Um, but like, it it's not, it's not quite as thematically clear
1: yeah. as
0: I think I would want it to be, ideally. Yeah. I feel like we need like one extra wrap-up scene where like, I don't know. I just, I feel like the ending isn't necessarily thematically tied to the events of the movie as much as I would like for it to be. Well, I
1: think it's, intentionally the opposite of what we've been talking about in the whole movie because the whole movie has just been him like completely just filling up his time with anything that he can do to like distract himself like anything starting fights making diamond suits like doing whatever and but while he's had he's had actual big problems in his life that he's been ignoring like with killian and like with the shrapnel in his heart so the ending of the movie is him like finally addressing all of the huge problems. Right. And then, like, the whole movie kind of, like, slows down. It's like, well, is Iron Man done forever? And it's like, no, he's just doing yeah. the other stuff.
0: I guess I was wrong. I, um, I shouldn't have said it's not as thematically tight as I like for it to be. Yeah. Because it is very much so. Yeah. Like, it's a, if it's about him overworking himself and making a bunch of suits, all the suits come in. If it's about yeah. him trying to protect Pe- Pepper, Pepper dies and he feels like he lost, but he saves her. Yep. All that kind of stuff. Great, great. Um, I guess what I should have said was, um... That I wish that we had a clearer idea of what Tony's character change is at the end of the story. Because we don't... He decides to blow up all the suits, which presumably means, like, you know, I'm I'm moving forward from that era of me overworking myself. Yeah. But it's not particularly explicit what his, like, outlook and character motion is is at the yeah end. do you get what i'm saying yeah
1: but i think we get that in civil war
0: yeah or in age of ultron you or, yeah
1: age of ultron sorry right
0: yeah that's fair but i, I don't know i also think it should have been in, in the in movie, the movie. Yeah. yeah
1: well i mean but that's what's nice about having the whole universe is that you could be like well we'll we'll resolve that in the next movie <laughs> right. kind of like, like well. they did with thor in endgame
0: yeah <laughs> um Anyway, uh, hey, do you want to do our little mini Wait, trivia really, time and then really, wrap up?
1: Really quick, really quick. Okay. I want, what I love about the end fight with Peppers, first of all, I love that Pepper gets in the fight second of all there's something so nice about her costuming like she's wearing like a sports bra and leggings and like it doesn't seem over sexualized at right. all it just feels like she's like in her workout clothes Yeah, I really like it
0: no yeah that's like Shane Black's whole thing just yeah. like unpacking like gender politics in movies and yeah, doing like meta commentaries on the way women are shown yeah. on film and the way that women in Hollywood are expected yeah. to act and all that and kind of I stuff Yeah. Love,
1: I love her line right after she basically kills Killian and she just goes that was really violent <laughs> like, it's yeah. just so good I just love that scene
0: But yeah, and like, yeah, there's so much, a lot of people, I don't know. To me, this is like so deep in the Shane Black oeuvre that it like, it feels so perfect. Are you making fun of me for using the word oeuvre? Yeah, it
1: made me very uncomfortable. (laughs) Okay. Um,
0: And I don't know, I feel like I've seen the sentiment that a lot of people are like, oh, Shane Black movies, like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and The Good Guys. But it's like, Iron Man 3 is like right in there, I think. It's like so perfectly indicative of him as a filmmaker yeah, 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 yeah i think predator you could argue you could just put it in the dookie garbage yeah in the toilet. um because i don't even necessarily think it's like really reflects his sensibilities that much yeah and those other three movies are so similar yeah they're all like about <laughs> about like white people who live in los angeles dealing with like murdery problems yeah. and are set at christmas time and like <laughs> they're, they're, they're just so similar anyway um
1: Trivia time.
0: Great movie. Trivia time. Okay, knock, I got knock. two.
1: Knock, knock, open the door. It's trivia time.
0: I've been worried that this might not be something I could do every single time, just depending on what I find. Yeah. But here we are three episodes into this segment, and I found some absolute gold Great. every time I've gone in. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, Here's the first one. Uh, The Mandarin is an invention of Killian's AIM outfit. The mansion from which the Mandarin broadcasts is located in Miami. Miami, spelled backwards, is I'm AIM. I am AIM.
1: so fucking stupid. (laughs) Like, you're right, but (laughs) shut the fuck up. Um,
0: Here's here's the other one. Um, Tony's chest shrapnel.
1: Shrapnel?
0: Tony's chest shrapnel. I said that the first time. Yeah, I know. Tony's chest shrapnel Uh is the only injury in the Marvel Cinematic Universe... That lasted more than one movie and set a record for lasting four movies. It was removed at the end of this movie. Hey, remember when the Winter Soldier lost his arm? Would Bucky exploded <laughs> yeah like that one's my favorite are the ones that are just wrong not true yeah what do you count as an injury that's
1: really good i don't
0: know it got fixed i guess because he got a robot arm but it's but still, that, an that still an injury and then there's also that whole thing where like in civil war have you seen those what like,
1: about the hulk
0: the, <laughs> that's an Is that not
1: an injury um,
0: <laughs> but there's that whole thing where it's like in civil war somebody drops a car on him and you see his arm like move kind of weird yeah. and then like the next four movies after that you always see see him like flexing his arm and like holding his wrist and stuff because yeah. it's like he has like an injury yeah. anyway that was more than one movie so yeah. go fuck yourself this late TV trivia um trivia okay so hey Adeline do you want to hear a a uh, one star review of Iron Man 3 I sure do I decided I'm going to stop saying usernames because it just makes me anxious every time I do it <laughs> because they're
1: going to call you out eventually well
0: yeah eventually we're going to get uh, well, not even get called out, but eventually if we get enough audience, it's going to be like, oh, people are going to be mean Find to them. Find these people. Yeah. Um, this is a one-star review from Letterboxd.com. Uh, they say, don't even get me started on this film. Okay. I think at this point, all the jokes became jarring for me, using the same old formula for their films. And I understand that that's the path they chose to go with, family-friendly, light, and lots of laughs. I get it, but it's still exhausting.
1: I don't understand what this person <laughs> this, is trying to say. The comedy was, what do they say, is jolting. Uh,
0: all the jokes became jarring for jarring.
1: me. Jarring. So someone tells a joke and you go, ah, like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it's just, like, this movie is, like, darker and drearier yeah. than, like, any of the other Marvel movies Do you remember
1: when the morning? Mandarin shot somebody in the head on, like, TV? <laughs> yeah.
0: Family-friendly, you- light, and lots of laughs. I, I get, get it. it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, my name is Jackson McMurray. But my name
1: is Ally McMurray. And
0: this has been No Nerds Allowed Christmas Time.
1: And there are no nerds allowed at Christmas Time. Dang. Yeah, there we go. They're uninvited to Christmas dinner.
0: And I just, I to be using the same old formula as if this is exactly the same yeah, yeah. as all the other As Avengers if Iron Man movies. 1 and Iron Man
1: 2 were maybe the same exact movie. <laughs> and I know that this is a choice that they made, and it's like, well, no. because <laughs> <'cause> you're wrong. <laughs>